Welcome to Episode 7 of The World and Everything You Need to Know. I'm your host, Eric. There are two ways to contact the show, TWAEYNTK at gmail.com and TWAEYNTK on Twitter. This episode contains a lot of definitions and data that are needed for the overall point being made. Just try to relax and absorb as much of this as possible. Sodium is essential for human survival, but too much of it can be deadly. From a terminology standpoint, the words salt and sodium are interchanged with fair frequency, even though technically they refer to two different things. Salt, or sodium chloride, contains sodium, but sodium itself is not salt. For the sake of simplicity, we can say that about 50% of table salt is sodium and the other 50% is chloride. Many food items contain salt, however, sodium by itself is present in many natural, non-processed foods like fresh fruits and vegetables. When individuals are told they need to watch the amount of salt they consume, the reason for this is they need to be concerned about how much sodium is in their diet. For more clarity and a better understanding, let's start at the beginning. Sodium is an important part of our body chemistry. It plays a part in the pH balance of our blood. It is also a key component in many processes at a cellular level, including the electrical communication between neurons in our nervous system. In short, it is an important catalyst for much of what the body does. Without it, our cells could not function and we could not live. The bare minimum amount of sodium needed to maintain proper cell function, blood chemistry, and neural communication is 500 milligrams of sodium every day. An average medium-sized orange contains about 1 milligram of sodium. A potato has about 10 milligrams, and an ounce of red meat contains about 15 milligrams of sodium. Because of its importance in our evolution and the limited sources occurring in a natural environment, we humans obtained an innate liking for the taste of salt. By design, our ancestors who liked the flavor of salt and sought it out had a much higher rate of survival than those who did not. At this point, you may be wondering, if most food items contain trace amounts of sodium or salt, why doesn't everything taste salty? This is due to adaptability manifesting itself in the form of individuals gaining a tolerance for the flavor of salt. Meaning over repeated exposure, more salt needs to be used in order for the same salt flavor to be tasted. This is not unique to salt. It happens with smells and it can happen visually as well. Upon repeated exposure to nearly anything, a natural, normally temporary insensitivity will occur. If this did not happen, we as creatures would quickly become overwhelmed by all of the constant stimuli we are surrounded with in our environment. The problem with salt is, more and more of it needs to be present in our food for us to taste it, but the amount our bodies require remains unchanged. In westernized civilizations, the typical daily intake of sodium is between 3,000 and 5,000 milligrams. This is 6 to 10 times more than the minimum required for survival. 
the average U.S. citizen consumes more than 3,400 milligrams of sodium a day. The recommended daily allowance is 2,400 milligrams or less. Too much sodium is associated with high blood pressure and other resulting cardiovascular complications, including heart disease, cardiac arrest, stroke, renal failure, and blindness. The majority of sodium consumed worldwide comes from processed, prepackaged convenience and restaurant foods. Remember, one potato contains 10 milligrams of sodium. However, an equal-sized portion of prepared mashed potatoes purchased at a grocery store or restaurant contains around 600 milligrams of sodium. And that's plain mashed potatoes, no butter and no gravy included. That is 60 times the naturally occurring amount. Why is this happening? Why is there so much sodium in nearly every commercial food product? Unfortunately, it is as simple as it is a matter of commerce. Food companies know we have an inherent liking for the taste of salt. Salt also happens to be incredibly plentiful and cheap. As a result, companies add more and more salt to appeal to a population with a growing tolerance to its flavor. It does not have to be this way, but it is the easiest and cheapest way for food manufacturers to make money. They know if they reduce the amount of sodium they add to their food products, people will generally find the items less appealing. So instead of doing the right thing, they place the responsibility on the consumer, saying that nobody is being forced to buy their products and people should know that too much of anything is not healthy. However, at the same time, the companies do not have nutritional information about their products readily available to their customers. Beyond that, food manufacturers are pressuring health agencies to increase the recommended daily amount of sodium because there is so much sodium in processed and prepackaged foods, which results in a majority of individuals consuming tremendous amounts of sodium well over the current health guidelines. Concurrently, and not coincidentally, food companies are asking that the average healthy body weight and recommended caloric intake be increased as well because as a world population, people are heavier and less physically fit than they used to be. These companies are not interested in what is best for individuals. Their primary concern is profit, not health. What can you do? Consciously work to reduce the amount of sodium in your diet. Will it be easy? No, not at first, but this is much more important to you as an individual and more important to your health than the conveniences found on the path of least resistance. Do yourself a favor. Read the nutritional data information on food packaging. Keep track for a day or two how much sodium you are actually taking in. It should alarm and surprise you. This directly affects your health in both the short and long term. If you go out to eat or pick up something at a fast food restaurant, ask to see the nutritional information on the items you have selected. If they do not have this on hand, eat whatever you purchased, but look the information up online when you get home. Typically, you will find that one meal at a restaurant has more than 50% of the recommended daily allowance, and sometimes it is more than double the daily recommendation. And that's just one meal. 
Does this mean that you have to avoid these foods you like? No, but you should at least be aware of what you are putting into your body. If you do reduce the amount of sodium in your diet, you will notice a couple of things. First, you will immediately drop weight because salt causes you to retain water. Less sodium in your diet, less water in your body. It is as simple as that. Second, you will soon find a lot of fast food and prepackaged products are overly salty and really do not taste very good. You have been under an illusion because of the massive salt tolerance you have had for such a long time. With a more natural baseline sensitivity to salt in your diet, you will find a lot of convenience foods taste really bad because they are in fact really bad for you. Well, enough on that, I guess. No need to beat a dead horse that has died prematurely from too much salt in its diet.